Hello and welcome to the Nacho Show, everybody. This is Ignacio Valdez here, uh, on live on Facebook and also YouTube and through all different channels. I just give you the most <clears throat> warm welcome here today. And today we have a very special guest of us. Uh, we do have Mr. John Harvey, and uh, he is <clears throat> he is the leader of Blexit, and uh, he is with us here at the Nacho Show, and uh, we'll go ahead and add him and uh, give him a warmest welcome. How are you, Mr. Harvey? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Sorry, I <clears throat> got a little bit of the aviation here with the, with the presentation, you know, as, as, as I planned, but uh, this is uh, kind of like a brand new thing that I'm doing, you know, with the live streaming. So, so yeah, I hope you understand. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, I, man, I love your setup. It's I, I've got to use this on mine. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, I just do audio and uh, I'm liking the look and then the vibe I get when I'm looking at the whole setup on the screen. Well, well done. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, um, as I was saying, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Harvey, uh, Jonathan Harvey, we're going to call him John Harvey because because Please. he's such a he, because he's such a cool guy, you know, I, I just like him a lot, you know, just a, a, a first glimpse, you know, he's so cool and uh, he's very likable. So, so welcome to my show. <clears throat> and uh, I would like to uh, introduce everybody, everybody to you uh, as the leader of Blexit. Uh, Blexit, what is, uh, can you please give us first um, a background about yourself? And then we will just go ahead and dive into what is Blexit. So go ahead. Like, like you had stated earlier, my name is Jonathan Harvey, and uh, I am the state director of Blexit. I've been living in Utah now for about 26 years. I mean, I've lived in other places, but there's nothing like Utah. There's nothing like Utah when it comes to raising your children, um, business, because I am an entrepreneur here in the state of Utah. And uh, I love it. You know, a few years ago, I wasn't in the politics, probably back in 2008. I didn't really get into politics until Obama was in office. <laughs> and um, he was saying things that sounded really, really good. But, you know, I, I did not vote for him, actually. Oh. But, no, I did not vote for him, actually. I was one All of right. the few blacks in this country that did not vote for him. And <laughs> uh, because, honestly, he didn't have a message in my world. He didn't have. So, and then, you know. He started doing things and saying things that were more divisive week mm -hmm. by week by week by week. So I started looking at politics. Wait a minute. Why is it every four years everybody's racist? That <laughs> yeah. started making, I started thinking every four, two to four years, actually. Um, I kept hearing Democrats say, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so is a racist, is a racist, is a racist, is a racist. And then I realized that become their voting agenda. You know, mm -hmm. they were trying to divide us and, and, and it was working quite well. And then, you know, 2020 came along and COVID came along and I just had opened up the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I opened the coffee shop in um, January. Well, I started build out in January, opening up in, in uh, March of 2020. Now, January is when COVID was announced. January 29th is when Trump shut down the country. Uh-huh. And then they started shutting down businesses. Now, I could not get 
a PP loan for my PPP loan for my employees. So I started speaking out on Facebook. And next thing I know, I grew from 300 followers to 5,000 in a few months. Wow. So that started the journey that I'm that I'm on now. And so and now here we are. A year All and a right. half later. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, John. So <clears throat> yeah, the definitely uh, being a being an entrepreneurship uh, is uh, is a fantastic way uh, to take advantage of the system of the United States, though, in a good way, you know, right. because um, <clears throat> and I, as I have said it, you know, differently in other of my episodes, the United States of America is fertile ground for anybody that wants to come and plant a seed. So literally, if you go out there and if you till the ground, you plant a seed and the ground does not care if you're rich, poor, black, white, Hispanic, Chinese, whatever. Mm -hmm. Plant will grow. I mean, if you fertilize it, if you give it water and if you if you do everything that you're supposed to be doing, it will grow. You know, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. And that's what the left does not understand or doesn't want everybody to understand and it just pisses me off and you know when i was uh talking to you uh, a little bit you know off camera here uh -huh. uh, we were talking about you know how the left thinks that uh, us racially minority because i i i don't I, I don't think i'm a minority i don't i don't that's i, I don't consider myself a minority i'm an american exactly just like anybody else, man. And, and I'm, I'm also, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur too. And uh, I, I just love that the system, the system works for me too. It does. Amazing. It's amazing how that works in us, yeah. Yeah. And I, it just pisses me off when the Black Lives Matter movement says that the American system only benefits whites. What the heck is that? Dude, brother, look, let's let's face it. These people from Black Lives Matter to Act the Blue and all these other George Soros funded organizations, they're Amen. all about division. They are absolutely about division. And when they're about division, it's all about them. Um, you know, it's amazing to me. We had I mean, it, they yell racism, but yet we've had our first black president in 2008. You know, and the thing is, I think he had 58 million votes. There's only 34 million blacks in this country. Mm -hmm. So who who are the other 28 million people, give or take? Who were they? Whites, Hispanics, and others. And not all 34 million people voted for Barack Obama. So when they say um, this country is racist, well, let me tell you what, the majority of this country voted for him to be the first black president, but they don't mm -hmm. say that. They don't make, yeah. they don't let people realize that. Right. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, when Obama was uh, elected president, I was, not a, I was not a citizen yet. Mm -hmm. um, but- <clears throat> But it doesn't mean you weren't an American though. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It does know. not mean you were not American. <laughs> we just had to do the paperwork. 
exactly. <laughs> and and you know what? Something really really cool to say is that I even knew the national anthem like years before I came. Right. Yeah. Right. And and all the nice songs and and everything. So so I I felt super patriot, you know, back then. And I got so much made fun of because I was doing that. And guess what? I didn't freaking care. And I don't I don't care right now what people think about all oh, these Mexican, you know. But anyway, we're not gonna <laughs> talk about that. Because like I said, it, it it is it is a common thing. It's a stereotype that you know you're supposed to think like everybody like everybody else, but yeah, really it you don't supposed to. I mean, you're a different person, and if you choose one way, everybody else has to respect that. You know. The, those people that you know would expect us, you and I, as minorities, logistically mm -hmm. minorities, they would expect us to be the stereotype. And when yeah. we're not the stereotype, we are doing something in their mind absolutely wrong. You know, right. we're not supposed to be free thinkers, first of all. We're supposed to think like everybody else. And that's the difference between you and I and them. We think differently. We don't have this thing where we think we have to think according to our skin tone. Exactly. See, people get so caught up in their skin tone and not their mentality. Once they start using their mentality, they'll realize it's the mental part of them that determines your character, not the color of your damn skin. And so this is the problem I have with a lot of people in this country is that they believe that who they are is reflective of their skin color. Yep. And a lot of them think it's the stereotype. Well, I beg to differ. Exactly. Oh, I agree. I agree 100% right there, you know, because that's that's how we're supposed to be, man. You know, like we, we suppose, I mean, we, and, and, and I really thought that the racism, you know, kind of like stopped back in the 60s. Because, you know, to yeah. be honest, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, you know, obviously things were, super different to what they are right now. And, you know, I'm glad, you know, things happened back then and, you know, to get everything normalized, you know, um, and, uh, well, you know, <clears throat> but gosh, anyway, so, so now you, you are the leader of Blexit and I really would love for everybody, uh, in, in my audience uh, to know and understand what Blexit is. Right. You know, Blex is an organization founded by Brandon Tatum and and uh, Candace Owens. And I think it's uh, 2018. Now, mm -hmm. we are nonpartisan. Now, what I mean by that, because we're a 501c3 organization, we have to be nonpartisan, which means we don't advocate for Republicans, nor do we advocate for Democrats or anything in between. Mm hmm. We have five pillars, you know, we advocate for we advocate for school choice, um, criminal justice reform. Um, we champion entrepreneurship and free thinking. Um, these are our five pillars. We also develop a history programs that are factual, not based on feelings, you know, such as like CRT, for example. No, and man. then, you know, you know what I mean? Then we, you know, we advocate for visual and compelling life experiences. So. Basically, we try to help out the, the community as nonpartisans. So as Blexit, believe it or not, we can work with Democrats, liberals, 
um, libertarians, but yet we are non-political affiliate when we work together. And it's about helping out the community, teaching our children what true history is, prison reform, try to change some of these ridiculous sentencing guidelines that we have in our country. You know, the past year that I've been doing this, um, I've seen a lot of things and uh, that I didn't realize and that I have learned along the way. Mm -hmm. um, but we're making a change in Utah and we are absolutely doing the damn thing, as we say, here in my world. Mm -hmm. And and now let me one more thing. And now Blexit stands for Blacks exiting the Democrat Party. That is what the name actually means. Now we're not solely a black organization. We have black mm -hmm. chapter directors. We have a Hispanic chapter um, directors and others. So and white. So your color doesn't matter for us. It's about you know working on minority communities basically where they you know where people are in parts of the city community where it's uh where it's a poor population we try to do something positive in that in that realm where the children mm -hmm. can get you know good guidance a great education and learn what free thinking is all about because we are the free that is awesome. That's that's a fantastic organization, and uh, I really, I mean, gosh, you know that BLM, uh, you know, really, I mean, if they really care about about black lives, then they should be focused on what you guys are focusing on. And you know, they don't. They have not. I mean, I should say they haven't done anything since they've caught a bunch of heat. But to my knowledge, to date they're not advocates for what's good they're advocates about themselves putting money mm -hmm. in their pockets as a matter of fact some of their own chapters are suing them because they've done nothing with the money they have the black community yeah and they, they bought their own homes cars you know things that embellished their lifestyles but did nothing for wow. people of the community they claim they stand for wow that's that's definitely that's atrocious and uh, uh you guys i can see that you guys really do care about your communities i've seen uh the announcements on facebook of activities that that you guys have done and uh, um you know the people really uh, are very accepting of accepting of those uh, uh of those activities so i definitely congratulate you for uh what you, you have been doing uh here in the state and uh, I, I would encourage you uh, to keep doing what you're doing, you know, along with your team. Uh, I know Jamie Randa uh, works really hard, you know, with you guys, uh, you know, to help you with uh, with Blexit uh, here in Utah. So I, I'm, I'm very proud of you and what you have been doing. And it, it is a fantastic work. You know, I want to give a shout out to my entire team, Jamie Randa, Jamie Wadman, Dr. Gary Thompson, Lucy Sharisa, Sharisa, I, I can't her, Lucy, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Johnson, all um, Carrie Bartholomew, everybody on my team, they are rock stars. And the thing is, I'm the only black member. Well, now there's two of us now you know, on, on, on my board. And uh, uh -huh. they don't they don't stop. Jamie Rinda, Jamie Wadman, wow. they are a beast. I will say <laughs> they are what make Blexit 
it is today. Nice. They they are fantastic, and that it is great that you guys are doing this now. Um, let's go ahead and, and talk about something else here. Um, yes, unfortunately, unfortunately, the uh, the left, uh, who seems to protect r racial minorities, and and I'm going <laughs> to say one thing here that racist they care more about race and instead of care instead of character so the the, the other day I, I was i was on facebook and there was some sort of post that um that talked about african americans and then uh -huh. i put i posted um no hold on somebody somebody said uh, somebody was like uh don't say that because uh, african african americans uh we get offended by that and i was like were you born in africa because if you didn't if you were not born in africa then you're just an american you're not an african-american and then the guy got pissed off <laughs> because i said that and then <laughs> And then I was like, oh, you are so oppressed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time I hear that phrase, African-American, hey, look, the only true African-American that I know is Elon Musk. That's all. I mean, yeah. for us, because <laughs> he's from South Africa and now he's an American. But other than that, we're just Americans and they don't get it. Well, we may be, because we are of African descent yeah. does not make us african American. Correct. So if you're in Africa, you're you're an African. Yeah. If you're born in Africa, you're an African. As a matter of fact, if you're born in the United States and you go to live in Africa, you're still not an African American. You're yeah. still American. And this is what people don't seem to understand. You know, but everybody wants to use this racial identity for sympathy, is what I always say. <laughs> because they use the race card either to trigger you or yeah. they use the race card to make you feel like you're a victim and somebody owes you something yeah exactly so one thing that i was going to yeah it just makes me laugh every every time you know people just bring that up so uh, another thing that i was going to tell you um is that when pre in previous episodes uh, i've had um a, a very important uh uh person and probably you know her uh her name is natalie klein and uh, she is a fierce protector of the educational system here in, in the state of Utah. And I really wish we could do more for her uh, to spread the word around the nation. And uh, <clears throat> recently, uh, I had her on my podcast, and uh, mm -hmm. we talked uh, about uh, uh, social emotional learning. And uh, we SEL. talked SEL, right? And then, yeah, we, we spoke about like in inclusivity and, you know, all, all of that. So, uh, so my, my question for, for, for you is what is your opinion about, about the SEL? Um, and why, why do you think the left keeps, uh, uh, funding that very fiercely though? First of all, as far as my thoughts on it, it's garbage. Amen to that. Secondly, it, there's no need for it. If somebody can tell me what is the need for it, other than doing what schools have been doing in the past 50, 60 years, 
you go to school, you get an education. The thing is with SEL and CRT, they are divisive and they create the mindset that you are a victim. So we have to protect you from a bully. Uh, we have to protect you from the history books that are supposedly telling the history of what happened in past years incorrectly. You know, mm -hmm. it's all a mind wash is what it is. It's basically trying to re-educate our children to follow along the narrative that they want to spread. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is simply this. Before you, let's say, for example, they want to implement SEL or CRT into the classrooms. Who's going to teach it? Who's going to educate the educators of this new history? Mm -hmm. And so anything that, that involves emotion, social, social emotional learning, they're playing on emotions. Yep. Don't get it twisted. They're playing on emotions and they're counting on emotions and the word emotional that trigger people to say, oh, maybe we need to do something, especially for the black little child, because he's being oppressed by my white child. Now, what 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 I what kills me is it's the white parents that are saying this shit. It's crap. Excuse me. That's OK. It's the white parents that are spreading this B.S. It's not the Latinos. It's not all the and there are some blacks involved. Don't get me wrong. And there is a Latino involved. Her name is Angela Romero. She's a representative mm -hmm. up here in the United States, uh, Utah um, State House. Mm -hmm. But this stuff is absolutely ludicrous. It's designed to train your kids to be either a victim or an oppressor. And if you want any other, the oppressor is supposed to be apologetic. And the oppressed is supposed to say, no, you're a racist. That's what my teacher told me. You know, and this is where this stuff comes from. Now, they may not say as directly as I just put it. There's mm -hmm. this such thing called subtle training or indoctrination. And where the Democrats do it nice and slow, where you're not triggered and you don't yeah. see it coming. Dr. Jackie Thompson, she's been teaching CRT for 10 years. She actually wow. has a book on teaching, a teaching teachers how to teach CRT under the table. And she's the one that's pushing most of these, these, she runs the ethnic, Utah Ethnic Council, which is designed wow. to put CRT light in the classroom. Wow. That's very uncalled for. And uh, oh gosh, so what do you think can we do to stop this madness. People got to stand up, brother. People got to stand up. People got to stop worrying about being called a racist, a misogynist, a bigot when it comes to our children. When it comes to our children, they can call you everything in the book, but just don't call me late for special sessions. <laughs> That's the truth. Call me whatever you want, but just don't call me late for special sessions because I'm going to be there. People got to realize something. Forget about the motions in this world because that's what's triggering a lot of people. That's what's causing a lot of problems in this country. Nobody wants to be called a racist. I don't care if you're fighting for against CRT, against SEL, against racism, against Black Lives Matter, against the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. If they're not doing it right, you call out for what it really is, brother. You call out for what it really is. Socialism 101. 
bam, you nailed it right. And in my previous episodes, I had a Chinese immigrant, and her name is Shivan Fleet. And shout out to her if she's uh, uh, she always says that she listens to me on an Apple podcast. So, so yeah, so shout out to her, Shivan Fleet. She she's from China and uh, she came to America when she was like 23 years old. And uh, she makes a comment that she was there when uh, when when the um, the change to the government of uh, uh, what's the name of this Chinese guy? Um, Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so she saw that Mao Zedong, uh, he created militias like Black Lives Matter. But in this in, in this in, in, at this time, they they were called the the green jackets, and you, you can even look it up on on. Oh yeah, Google. I know they had the reds, the greens, yeah. and they separated culture. You know, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and when she told me about that, I was like, wow, this is exactly what they're doing here in the United States, man. So. They, Sorry, history is the history is the history is the history book on how to create socialism. But the thing is, there are a lot of people in this country who who don't know their history, but yet at the same time they'll tell you this isn't socialism. Well, if you can't tell me what socialism was, you know, eighty years ago, <laughs> ninety years ago, how in the hell are you going to tell me what socialism is today? Exactly. Some people just learn need to learn to shut up, learn a little bit before you open your mouth. And I promise you, when you get, when you educate yourself, our thinking will be a lot closer than they think. I agree. That's the fact. Learn something, people. Learn something. <laughs> Amen to that. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and pause a little bit over here, uh, my friend, and uh, I am going to do uh, some. Uh, sponsors and uh, uh, on the break. So we're going to go ahead and, and say today that uh, this show is being sponsored by Solidify Web. We will bring a nice website for you today. Do you have a business? Do you have an idea? Call us now. 801-869-0523. This is SolidifyWeb.com and we will build a fantastic website for your business. Our next sponsor today is Nacho Graphics, nachographics.com. Please visit our website in order to find out how we can make your business look fantastic with awesome graphics. Remember, nachographics.com. Also, another website that I would like to um, shout out here is securevoteutah.org. Securevoteutah.org will give you a lot of information in regards of how to keep our voting system the right way, nice and secure, and how we can support that. So yeah, remember, securevoteutah.org. All right, well, thank you so much for being patient here with me, and uh, we will keep going with with our show here after uh, this uh, small break. So uh, one question, John, uh, and yes, you, know, since, uh, you know, we're talking about how, uh, you know, the left is uh, uh, trying to, uh, well, they are already um, uh, getting their their hands dirty with uh, the, uh, the educational system. 
Uh, they really are working things out just the same way they did in China and in Venezuela. Well, I, I would say I would say in all Latin America is pretty much the mm -hmm. same because, you know, I came here, man, for better opportunities and for better politics, because the politics down in Latin America, I mean, I was born and, ra and raised in Mexico. And I, to be 100% honest, I mean, I really do not like the politics down there and the, and the way the system works. So the United States of America has the best system for you to grow. You know what I mean? And uh, it just uh, it pisses me off that, you know, I'm here now and now uh, the libtards uh, take over <laughs> and... Uh, they bring politics that I saw back in Mexico. They're bringing them here, so I'm like, "What the heck, man? I don't, I don't, I don't want to go anywhere else." You know, and so this is just chasing me around, and I, and I'm not going to let that happen. And I'm gonna tell you one thing that I always say every single time to all of my all of the people that I invite to my podcast is that I am going to fight. Exactly. Shoulder to shoulder with you, John, and other patriots to keep the Constitution of the United States of America. So help me God. And you see, he, he's right here. He's watching us. I see him. He, he's there. <laughs> I see him. <laughs> he's with me. So, you know, so go ahead. You know, I completely agree with you because isn't it amazing how people don't realize the Constitution is what gives you the freedom to say what you want to say, do what you want to do, go where you want to go, live where you want to live, and you're not restricted. The Constitution, for a lot of us, my ancestor, is what gave them the freedom to be free to move around this country like no other. You know, the Constitution is something you hear people oftentimes say, well, it's an old document. Well, that old document is what got us to where we are today. That old document is what makes people who come from South America citizens of this great country. It was never meant to, to be easy to become American. But once yeah. you got that privilege, you got a privilege that not a lot of people get legally. And so, yeah. and guys like yourself, when you become American citizens, now that's just icing on the cake. You've been American a long time ago. You were American years ago. There's a reason why you wanted to be an American citizen because you were living the American dream. You didn't start living the American dream once you became a citizen or 18 years later or whatever it is. Right. You were already living the American dream. All you needed was that piece of paper. And for those of you out there trying to chase the American dream and be American, hey, don't get it twisted. That pathway to that piece of paper that you're seeking it still allows you to be free. It still allows you to enjoy our constitution. And like I just stated earlier, that piece of paper just is icing on the cake because you've actually have a lot of the privileges that I have as a citizen because I'm born and bred in the state. Now I'm born and bred in this, sorry, in this country. I am born and bred in this country, but yet I am not an African-American. That piece of paper didn't make me an African-American. <laughs> My birth made me an American. Amen. So all you brothers and sisters from Southern, the South side of the border, we welcome you. 
We want you to be citizens. So don't let the liberals think that because I'm a conservative, I don't like Hispanics because that's a lie. And that's a lie for 99.9% .9 of us. Okay, either way. We want you to be citizens of our country. We have no problem with it. It's just when, when the libs are trying to take us and use that to divide us, this is when we get racism in our country. And what we're trying to do is let the whole world know, Ignacio and myself as Americans, we're not racist because we believe in our constitution that doesn't make us a racist. That makes us a patriot. So I digress. I can't say any more about that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, I salute you. I salute you. <laughs> That's what I believe, brother. That's, That's right. what makes us conservatives. I say, you know, my job and your job is, is trying to preserve what we're trying to conserve. And so yeah. we are soldiers because of the, I mean, trust me, whenever a person says we need to get rid of the constitution, you should fear mm. that person the most. Oh yeah. People you need to, in English and in Spanish, I don't care how it translates, you need to be, when that person says we need to change the constitution, that is the person you should fear the most because that piece of paper is what give us the fee the freedom to fight for because it has our back that piece of paper is what has our back in the fight of freedom so this is why he and i both believe in our constitution that's why you see a flag on my wall and a flag on his hat we love what we believe amen amen to that you know speaking about that you know when, whenever somebody is telling you to change things in the constitution definitely a runaway um i remember <laughs> yeah. in a past episode i i had uh, a really nice guy um antonio uh, from venezuela uh and uh, he he's a, an american citizen and uh, he mentioned that when he was in venezuela uh, the venezuelans changed their constitution a couple of times and I like now, 30 times they've changed it yeah, well, I mean, it. I don't know how many times, but it's been changed, and yeah. and now they see the the country the way it is right now, and it's a, uh, gosh, and the only one that's being benefited by is is Maduro. Maduro is the current president. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, um, but. Gosh, and yeah, definitely, you know, there's so many things, you know, to talk about, you know, that changing constitution and we see other other countries mistakes and we really don't don't want to mess around with that. And, and now with our current administration, um, it, what is going on in the libtards taking office, uh, the, the mostly that I can say, man, seriously, um, if anybody, you know, is uh, hearing me today, just. If you're a conservative and if you know the truths of liberty and the pursuit of happiness, please run for office, seriously. Because, I mean, well, especially here in Utah right now, we are in terrible danger. Danger. Very, very terrible danger. Right now. So we really need to be very, very careful who we put in office. And even 
even Republicans. And, <laughs> yeah. Especially you know, the Republicans. So we really need to be very watchful of who we put in office because our country is definitely suffering. Now we see this, uh, um, you know, gasoline trend that's going up and uh, uh, the house market is going to crash pretty soon. It is my understanding. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a humongous uh, fi finance, finance guy, but, you know, I it, it just... Uh, I just see how things are going everywhere. And the other day I went to Smith's marketplace and I saw terrible things there. I mean, food, there was no food in the shelves, you know, food is getting scarce and that really is scaring me. You know, there's a shortage. I don't know if it's COVID <laughs> cousin, <laughs> you know, toilet paper shortages, <laughs> causing uh, food shortages. I mean, everything now is a shortage, except for the gas, for example. I mean, they're not short on raising the price, that's for sure. I mean, gas is now approaching $5 a gallon. Good Lord. It's got to stop somewhere. You know what, Ignacio? I keep hearing every time there's something wrong in this country, in the present administration, mm -hmm. always blame it on President Trump, who hasn't been in office for almost two years. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everything is Trump's fault. Afghanistan, Trump's fault. Russia and Ukraine and what's going on in Ukraine, Trump's fault. Never mind that Joe Biden was the one who had a, the a relationship with Ukraine mm -hmm. as far as he and his son. But yet, and then you hear about China, Joe Biden, and everywhere this man and his administration has gone, it's been detriment, been a detriment to the citizens of this country. And now, you know, we're getting high gas prices because we put sanctions on um, gasoline or oil from, from Russia. Well, let me, for those of you who believe that is true, gas prices was on the rapid rise before the war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Before, even before the ban on oil in Russia, because up until recent days, we were getting 670,000 barrels of oil into this country every day from Russia. Wow. So you got to stop believing what the devil is telling you. Agreed. Agreed. And the devil is definitely the president of the United States. So, um, well, I mean, it, it, it is more than that because there's somebody out there that's really managing things and uh, it's making us not happy um yeah secret organizations out there that invented the china virus and uh, oh and guess what there's yeah i i've been hardly ever uh, being seeing anything on the china virus on the media though well it's funny that you mentioned that my friend I was yeah. saying something to somebody a few days ago. I said, man, it's amazing how all of a sudden Omicron was so deadly and dangerous. Then it just stops. Yeah. It just, I mean, it just stopped. It did a complete halt. But now there's a new <laughs> variant of Omicron coming out. I heard yesterday. Oh, That's really? spreading on rampant like wildfire. And it's, it's basically, it's a summer virus. It's a summer virus. <laughs> oh, it's a summer virus. These damn people are killing me with this. Hocus pocus crap. 
<laughs> because that's exactly what it is. It's hocus pocus. And all these people walking around in here drinking this shit like Kool-Aid, excuse my French. And, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, when the CD says, CDC says the mask is no longer necessary, people still wearing them. <laughs> They're still wearing them. Exactly. This, I've often said this, Anasio, man evolved, man evolved from ape to man to man to sheep. Yep. Because the yep. days of being a real man are gone for a lot of people. Oh, real yeah. men stand up for their family and their country. Amen. You don't hide behind a damn mask. Real men stand up. We fight. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, brown. As a father with children, you stand up for your family. If you yeah. don't, that means you're a coward. We shouldn't be fighting. Ignacio and myself, we shouldn't be fighting for your children. We have our own. But because yeah. we're conservatives, we fight for all. You know, when the military soldier goes to war, he put his entire life on, on that line so you can act stupid over here as Americans and disrespect him. What kind of crap is that with you people out there? You libtards. It's ridiculous. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of people are just not uh, talking about uh, their politics anymore because they're seeing uh, what what the heck is going on with our current administration and how uh, libtards they are going to other other states and uh, really get other states infected with that libtardation so so it just pisses me <laughs> up and and yeah we cannot yeah <laughs> you know there is a cure for this though people you got to get out and vote in utah and around the yeah. country you have to get out and participate we can't fight this battle by ourselves and always win salt lake is becoming bluer and bluer every day Salt Lake is no longer bringing in commerce. They're bringing apartment buildings from people out of state, from California, from Washington, from Oregon. These people are coming into the beehive and then they're going to affect what we believe. You've got to get out and vote. If it's your first time ever voting, we appreciate you. Look, we're at the Capitol all the time fighting, but we need more voices. We need you on these shows and voicing your opinion, like my show, the Modern Conservative Podcast, Ignacio Show, the Ignacio Show. You know, you people need to participate and help us fight this battle. If you can't fight with your guns, you can't fight with your voices, fight with your money and your votes. That's what we need as a patriot. Once Amen. again, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much, John. I definitely appreciate you uh, being in my show. And uh, remember, guys, uh, the fight is real. The fight is real, and we need to go out there, show up, and vote. You're a conservative, and if you know what liberty is all about, please go, stand up, and let's fight shoulder to shoulder against forces of evil. Thank you very much, John. We de I definitely appreciate that. Thanks, everybody, so much for being My here. My pleasure. And uh, remember, guys, this is the Nacho Show brought to you by solidifyweb.com and Nacho Graphics, and we will see you next time and uh, until we meet again.